0: Let's pray, Father God. We thank you for this afternoon. As yeah. believers, we come together, God, to seek your face mm-hmm. and to seek your will. God, we thank you for what you have given us so far, yeah. and Father, we come with a thankful heart. Yeah. And today, Father, we thank you for our brothers and sisters, Lord, that uh, that are in the kingdom of God and those who, especially in the house of God here, God, to hear, to encourage one another, yeah. and to and to see your purpose fulfill for each and everyone's lives uh, in the name of Jesus. And Father, I pray for your anointing upon the word, Father, that will be sharp, and that Father, that will bring, uh, Father, revelation in, in our lives, in our hearts, God, yeah. to what you're saying at this very moment uh, for our lives and families and everything we do in Jesus' name. Everybody said, amen, amen. 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 You may be seated. God bless you. As we've been uh, listening and uh, sharing on the values of the church, and uh, one of the first values of the church is believe, connect, serve, multiply, and we are on the second value, which is connect. So today I will I will share on on connect. Um, as a city church, one of our values is connect. That means every age. And stage of life, people needs to be connected to one another. There's so many people connected in different ways to achieve what they want to achieve, but at this very moment, uh, as, uh, as Chris has said before, there's so much happening around us, and I believe when the opposition comes, when when, when the things are not going well out there, we hear about wars, we hear about Everything that's happened, with the four different things been happening in the New South Wales, Uh, but uh, as these things come against us, uh, our spiritual level got to be rising up. The 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 rise of the spirit level in the church, uh, in in people's lives got to be rising up. That means that we need to be walking closer to God. Amen. Day by day, our relationship with God never fights. Everything else that comes against us. uh, But our relationship with God gets stronger and stronger because uh, of the love relationship uh, that we have uh, with God. And how many of you know there's power in unity? There's power in connections. Connections are a great thing. And church is, if I can say, church is not only a Sunday thing. Church is during the week. That's where church is getting stronger during the week when we are connected to each other. It could be phone calls, could be, could, be, could be together in a group. But basically I'm talking today about being connected in a group where we can get together and fellowship in a smaller group. Bible says Jesus is in Matthew 18:20, where two or three are gathered together in my name, in Jesus' name. I am there in the midst of them. That means wherever we are in Jesus' name, wherever we are, we're glorifying the name of Jesus. Amen. And where we are together, God sees that, and God honors that, and he is in the midst. How many of you know that if we carry something heavy, one person is pretty hard. And when two people get together in an agreement, set an agreement, and stand together and pray and see miracles take place, See, amazing things take place. But there may be certain things that that hold us back from connecting to one another. As believers, we are a family of God. We all are covered by the blood of Jesus. There's one blood that runs through our veins. That is the blood of Jesus that unites us. Joel said, you get fired. I said, no, no, I'll be right. (laughs) But it's the blood of Jesus. Amen. That brings us together as a family of God. We're no different than each other. No matter where we come from, how many languages we speak, whatever we're do, doing in life, it, occupation, we are all one in the sight of God because God paid the ultimate price because of his amazing love. The God kind of love, there's no conditions. It's pure. It's holy. The love that is in our lives that has been imparted to us, Romans 5.5 5 talks about. The love of God has been imparted into us, into us by the Holy Spirit. That love is pure. There is not, nothing that if you, if you do for me this, then I'll do for you that. It's not no conditions to it. It's an unconditional love, pure love that flows through us as believers in Jesus Christ. That there is there for one another. Then there should not be a barrier. There should not be intimidation. There should not be fear. There shouldn't be things that can stop us. Our past experience stop us with connecting to one another. Because God wants us to dwell together. Amen. Uh, as, I, as, I, as, I, as I was thinking through this message and preparing, I started sort of a bit smiling. And I'm thinking, we've got to get together. We need to spend more time together because heaven will be very hard for us because we're not used to Christians. I throw that, it could be very tough. We're probably preparing for a tough time ahead, so we better get used to it now. (laughs) Connect groups, when they get together, are all about making every member of a church a mature and active disciple of Lord Jesus Christ, amen, and as well as a meaningful way of doing life together. Listening to one another's concerns. Li- listening to good and bad so we can pray. We can celebrate on the good things and pray on the bad things so we can see a breakthrough, so we can celebrate again together. Amen? As God's family. We are a family of God. Amen? Because we're not here to just spend together time together, but we're going to be spending time together in eternity forever. Amen? We are here forever. Amen? I remember in, in, in the connect groups, how of you know what I'm talking about when we say connect groups? There's small groups that get together during the week. Jowlev announced before. There's groups, several groups that meet together during the week. And we get together in the fellowship together. This movement, INC, started when a small group of people gathered together. Back in 1974 in Brisbane. They get together in a house. In a, in a house of, I think they grew up to 25 people in a house. That's... That, uh, that gathered together, and from that evolved the movement of INC, which is a, a movement from Australia all over the world now, South Pacific, Asia, America, everywhere is spread out now along Europe, is because of a group of people gathered together in a house. See, we can never underestimate the power of house gathering what God can do from your home, what miracle God can do, what fire can ignite from that, the flame of the Holy Ghost that can flow through your home and not only touch your neighborhood, but touch your, touch your area, suburb, or, or whatever you call it, the city. Or the, It can spread out. It happened in Brisbane. It can happen anywhere. But what I'm saying is, do not underestimate what God can do In a house gathering, in a home gathering, in a small gathering. Do not despise the small gathering. And we know that uh, as INC, 25 people were in the house, in the gathering. Out of that grew up a church. Within three years there was a church, a strong membership of 1,000 people in Brisbane. They moved into a place in Mansfield and a few years after, 5,000. And the churches started planting and growing all over the world. Because... There was a group of faithful people gathering, believing God move. God, we want you to move. Probably was just in our suburb. (laughs) You know, and the faith grew to the city. Faith grew to the nation and then went over to the nations. What is in you, what I'm trying to say today, don't underestimate it. What God can do through you, do not underestimate it. Gather together. Pray together, believe together, stand with each other. Connect groups are the way as a church. As we grow through intimacy, I've been talking about that. We need to. That's how we grow bigger in God inside, and we'll see the fruit outside. What happens in the inside? We need to grow. Connect groups are small, life giving group meetings for spiritual growth and development. They're also the open door to our church. The church outside four walls and into the community. It's a great place to invite our family and friends. People, not everyone is used to going to church, coming inside the church door. We know that. It's a very formal setup. They hear about church or not church. Hey, might come to a place for a cup of tea, coffee, might. We'll make some food and, and our fellowship and hey, come on. That's a step. And when they're they're touched by the love of Jesus, when the Holy Spirit starts working in them, they will come. Amen? But as long as people are touched, wherever we live, as long as people are touched, and always having a heart to invite new people to become part. Connect groups have such a way of touching people's life. There's so much can happen. The benefits, you know, the qualities of a connect group is love and acceptance. If we look at some qualities tonight of of a connect group, it is love and acceptance. Create an atmosphere of love. Because the love that is is in me is not my love, it's the love of Jesus. Something happened to me. Something happened 2,000 years ago. And then something happened in the 1980s for me that touched my life and the love of Jesus came into my life and I cannot contain the love of Jesus. I need to pass it on. Hey, come on. Jesus in you wants to look through our eyes. Jesus in us wants to speak through our mouth. Jesus through us wants to smile. He wants to smile so that others is contagious. Love is contagious. Love is contagious, so the love that we build together, we can encourage one another. If one is feeling down, we can encourage, let the love pour out. But when we're not together, we own our separate and our own ways and no connections through the weak Then you're fighting the battle by yourself. We need to connect, because we are family. Amen. We are family. Let's connect together. John 13, Jesus says in verse 34, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you. As I have loved you, that you also may love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. It's an incredible commandment. We know the greatest of commandments, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love one another as yourself. And Jesus said, a new commandment I give to you, pass it on. Can we hear in this scripture what he's saying? As I have loved you, you love one another. So it's something that God's love is not for us to just keep it. Don't let it get stale. It's like buying a brand new car and sitting in the garage, the value is going down. And one day, call call the tow truck and take it, man. The car doesn't go. The battery's flat. Everything ceased. Huh? The love of Jesus. Come on. Let's shine it out. In the midst of how the love of Jesus shines out, we can share with one another. In the midst of our trials, in the midst of our tribulations, in the midst of what we're going through in life, we can still share the love of Jesus. Because it's not about us. It's about who is in our life. It's not about us, it's about who in our life is. Can I love people unconditionally? I'll tell you a story about a, a, a connect group. A pastor of a mega church had a young married couple approach him, place the blanket dumb- bundle in his arms, and asked him to pray for the baby, a young couple. When the mother pulled the blanket of the baby's face, The pastor found the baby was horribly deformed. He prayed for the baby and immediately asked if there is anything the church can do to help. The father responded with the words. He said, Pastor, we are okay. Really, we are. He tried to convince the pastor. We have been in a loving small group for years. Our group members knew that this pregnancy had complications. They were at our house the night we learned the news. And they were at the hospital when when Emily was delivered, the baby was delivered. They helped us absorb the reality of the whole thing. They even cleaned our house and fixed our meals when we brought her home. They pray for us constantly and call us several times in a week. As as he was telling pastor that, then just then three other couples stepped up forward and surrounded the family. We always attend church together as a group, said one of the group members. Isn't it this this story is a picture of a tight-knit huddle of loving brothers and sisters? Amen? Doing their best. To soften the blow. Right. Doing the best to soften one of the cruelest blows life can bring yeah. to anybody. Yeah. There's power yeah. in yeah. small groups. Yeah. There's power. Yeah. Another qualities of our connect group. This afternoon if I can just speak to you. Is to make Disciples. We produce disciples through collect groups. We speak about things, so intimate things that probably you don't talk about anywhere. How are you going? What's happening internally? Last Wednesday night, we're talking about what what's happening internally in our life. What is happening in our world? Is that the right way? We're talking about that, and and then we pray together, and you know, it's just just a discussion and. And and, and it's a room for everybody to share in a connect group. Everybody have the contribution. What do you think? What you've been going through this week? How do you relate to this, to your life? How do you think God can change the situation? See, discipleship is a process of making someone become like Christ. We all want to become like Christ. We know that we are not perfect. We are not perfect, but we want to become like Christ. Amen. That we keep our heart and attitude in the right place. Come with repentance. Mm -hmm. Amen. And keep powering on in Jesus. (laughs) The disciple of Christ to become like Christ in everything. Everything we do that Jesus is glorified. That's what I'm saying. Everything we do. You know, everything we say and, and every action we do. He can glorify Jesus. Look unto Jesus that he's glorified. Amen. To become like Christ. Small groups provide opportunities for believers to learn from each other as they apply the gospel with the intimacy of relationships. We can learn from each other. You know one of the experiences. You'll never know what people are going through. In the life of the church, after church, you say, "Hi, how are you going, mate? Good, great. How was the week? Yeah, everything all right, mate. You know this stuff, every shortcut. You know this, this, this. How oh, I have to go, mate. You know, my coffee is finished. I have to go. Is the right thing. You know, it's isn't right, Graham. <laughs> but in the connect group, in the connect group, we you relaxed. In the connect group, you relaxed. You can ask. You can open. You you know the trust that is built in the connect group. It's not high, high sort of thing. It's a place where we build our lives. We build a relationship, a strong ground relationship with each other. Make disciples. Titus, the book of Titus chapter 2, verse 1. Paul says, as, but as for you, speak the things which are proper for sound doctrine, that the older man may be sober, reverent, Temperate, sound in faith, love, in patience. The older women, likewise, that they are reverent in behavior, not slanderous, not given to much wine, teachers of good things. That they admonish the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, homely. They're all good stuff, eh? Good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be blasphemed. Likewise, exhort the young men to be sober minded in all things. Showing yourself to be a pattern of good works in doctrine, showing integrity, reverence, incorruptibility, sound speech that cannot be condemned. The one who is an opponent may be ashamed, having nothing evil of you. We need people who are willing to get to know us so that we can help them. Amen. We can help each other to grow in the ways of God. Amen. A disciple, when the enemy throws things, he got nothing to expose of us. Amen? Because we grow. We grow from each other. We grow for the older people. Amen? And the younger people. Amen? These days, the younger people are so much on fire for God and and, and the dreams they have. And, and, you know, not only visions, but dreams they have. You know, dreams and visions. And, And the older people got so much to give. But we want that. To flow unto our future generations. Amen? We wanted the, I'm not saying that we you know we we look down on people. We need to encourage each other. We need to build each other. Amen. We need to, wherever opportunity comes, we need to build each other because the devil is doing his own work, destroying the church. When I say church, people are church. The devil goes like a roaring lion, whomever you might devour but we embrace, embrace each other. Amen. And see disciples rise up. Thirdly. Joel, just clap your hand when time's over. Eh? To study the word of God. In our gathering, let's study the word of God. Amen. Bible says in Second Timothy 2. Be diligent, 15, to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of the truth. Not something that, you know, appeals to us, but rightly dividing the word of God. What is the word of God saying? Amen? In Amplified, it's saying study and do your best to present yourself to God approved, a workman who has no reason to be ashamed, accurately handling and skillfully Teaching the word of the truth. You know, Jerry Bridges, he wrote a book, The Practice of Godliness. He says in the quote, reading gives breath, but studying gives depth. There's one thing that you just read it like a book, but one thing is studying. Meditate on the word of God. What is God saying? Chew on the word of God. Digest on the word of God. Let the word of God become part of your spirit. Amen. When the enemy comes, he bounces back. You know, like somebody's very strong, and there's guys who are very weak, they come against him, you just go, oh yeah, you know. Oh, what was that? Where's the wind flowing? could be a fly. Hey. Tough, isn't it? Well, when the word of God is in us, the strength of God in us. We're building our spirit, the inner man. When the opposition comes, we stand strong. No matter what the devil is saying, no matter what the media is saying, no matter what what is happening out there, we stand strong because we believe in a God, creator of heaven and earth. And my word, God says, my word will never go void. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word will never pass away. Amen. No matter what we see, but it all, all matters what we believe, the word of God. Yes. We believe the word of God. Yes. And by getting together, we can encourage one another. Yes. Amen? We can encourage one another. Yes. Studying gives depth. Nearly there. Helps us to maintain accountability. Nearly there, five more points. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris. That's all right. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding, mate. I'm just we, we gotta have fun, we gotta laugh, you know what I mean? As long as you're not recording this, or right, we gotta have laugh. Fourthly, I still the number now help us helps us to maintain accountability. You know, when we think of accountability, I think about growth. If we want to grow In anything, we need to be accountable. We go to school to study. We are accountable to do our studies and submit whatever we need to so we can take another step going forward. But how important it is for us to be accountable to one another. It's not somebody in accountability, I'm talking about taking a big stick and judging you or hitting you with a stick. Accountability in a group is sharing each other's hearts so another brother or sister can encourage you to get out of it if there is things that you are battling with. Yeah, There's so many things that battles our mind during the day. Yeah. Especially when you're going to bed. Especially if you had a bad day. But accountability helps us to grow and bring us aligned with the Word of God. Yeah, Amen? Yeah. It says, James five sixteen says, Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective fervent pr- prayer of a righteous man avails much. Amen. Confess your trespasses to one another. Now, this is a trust thing here. And you can't just trust somebody walking on the road and go there and trust him. Can you see? You just, you know, you, you probably, you know, w- wisdom, you've got to have wisdom. Unless God shows you, speaks to you by His Holy Spirit, this is the man. The light is shining. That's the guy there. Go, but but it's it doesn't happen so often, isn't it? So we build trust by spending time together. Somebody's got married today. Eh? That will take probably time for them to build their trust. Come on, let's be real about it. Let's not trust is on time period along the time they build trust. So as we as believers to trust each other, we need to spend time with each other so that no matter what we're going through, we don't have that curtain, that vial that we cannot open our heart and pour it to that brother or sister so that he can or she can pray together we believe and break that thing and we jump another feet high saving God. Amen? Accountability. We gotta be accountable to one another. And the way we do it is it's together. It's it's getting together. Twenty, okay. How are we going? Accountability. Is one Christian submitting to one another and building one another? Accountability is not to break each other, accountability is not to pull each other down. Accountability builds life, accountability builds family. It's not blaming each other, but it's accepting. Accountability brings humility. Humility works very well with accountability. So that we can build together. Okay, that's your thing. This is my thing. But how can we make this thing work? Amen. Amen. Accountability. Pouring each other's heart to each other so we can understand. Every member should encourage and gently urge their brothers and sisters to better follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Gently. Gently follow each other. And also evangelism. Jesus said, go into the world. Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. As we get together, you know, sometimes we look at bigger things. We look at, we want big things. We want a big group of people, then go in the street and evangelize. We'll get there, but if we're not doing in a smaller way, it won't build into. I know that anything, even spiritual, we build on something then the thing builds up. Yeah. But it got to be a beginning somewhere. Start somewhere. If we can start talking to neighbors or your friends and bring them to the connect groups. Amen. Yeah. And that happens because I can tell you by experience in Fairfield when we started a connect group, Mina knows she was in Fairfield and um, connect group, I was tired. Had two businesses going that time. I was tired. I was personally go, hammered, basically hammered, going through my own personal things. I'll come home and i just lie down and, you know, just rest. And, you know, i see when mom am going to cook some dinner, have some dinner. That's it. You know, I was hammered that time. And, uh, and, uh, and, and the opportunity come to do a connect group because somebody moved out of the area. So I said, okay. And to my surprise, when I walked into the street there, um, Segville Street in a unit, in a block of unit, when I went there, there was a couple and a young girl uh, railing. She was probably about 18, 19, a high school student. There were three people, and I went there. Honestly, I say, oh, my goodness, i got better things to do than this. What are you going to do? I'm tired. I don't want to do this. But I have to because somebody moved on and nobody's to run the Connect group connected to Paramatta Church. Anyway, as I put my heart into it, I get up. When I come from work, I get up, no shower, just change and just go to the Connect group. And then God starts moving in that place. People start coming. In the matter of three months, there were 20 people in that place. And the connect group. Then we thought, okay, this many people. What are we going to do, God, now? Then we start going to the railway station. Drug addicts. Praying for them. Fairfield Hospital. We had a guitarist place. The guitarist came in, George and David. And and we went to Fairfield Hospital. And we'll sing and I'll, I'll, uh, we'll share and all that doing the Fairfield Hospital. And the people in the hospital, they're happy. So what happened? The ho- connect group started activating. See, as we get together, there's got to be a desire to say, God, you touch my life. God, how? You can touch others. It can all happen through connect groups. It can happen from small groups. It can happen through the church going eventually. That's great. But it can also happen if we wait for bigger things in one day. But it's got to build from small, from where you are. Build that, build that. Jesus said, "Come with me. I will make." Jesus said, "Come with me. I will make you fishes of men." Amen. God said, "I will make you fishes. I will make you fishes of men." See, if you give a person a fish, somebody said, "You feed a person for a day," but you teach a person to fish, you feed a person for a lifetime if you just give teach each other train each other but you know what in Christian in the spiritual life when you're doing it it get caught people will catch it you pray together people will catch the spirit of prayer it's caught amen a lot of times caught more than taught so be there present yourself be part of it pray together and lastly have fun they all said they had fun last week <laughs> have fun you know what laughing is good social life is good you know what social life is enjoying each other's company we don't have to be all you know, serious we got to be real we got to be who we are So God can work through our vessel. God can work through us and do more abundance things, do more things. Amen. Yes. Have fun. So love and accept. Wonderful opportunities we have. Connect groups are wonderful opportunities to love and accept, make disciples, become deeper Christians through study, help us to maintain accountability and evangelize, touch lives. Be a prayer warrior, and don't forget to have fun as Christians. You know, in my early days, I I started having more fun by having a a can of Coke than anything else. The Spirit of God touched my life. I had to pick up guys and take them to the bed and throw them in. If they're drunk, they can't move, and I was still fresh. I wasn't drinking. <laughs> Christians can have fun. To the finish, to the end. <laughs> Come on, let's stand up. Yeah. Of the love of Jesus, the love of Jesus has drawn us, given us hope, love, his peace, his joy. Today, God, I ask that you have your way in the lives of Father, those who are lonely, those who are struggling, Lord, today. Father, we pray, Lord God, for your love, your peace, Father. Your joy, your strength, Lord God. Father, there'll be many people who are looking for answers, Lord God, in different situations today. Maybe different decisions in their life, in the family, in the children, even workplace. Lord, I pray, God, that you have your way by your spirit today, Lord God, that you will guide and comfort and lead each and every one there. There won't be shortage of anything in their lives and in their homes, Father, health-wise, financially. Father, in every resource, God, we pray for your blessing today in the name of Jesus. Father, that we will stand for each other. Father, we will stand for each other, Father, every day of our lives, every day of the week. Father, I pray, God, that people will gather together God in fellowship in Jesus name in Jesus name Lord I thank you maybe this week I encourage you to give somebody a call and encourage just pray with them or say hey now, there's always something good to pick whomever you think there's something always good to pick and encourage somebody why don't you do that this week pick up the phone and say hey I'm here and I stand with you.